Salutations, motherfuckers. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Travel and Shit, your new favorite travel podcast, where I have more of a conversation about the what was experienced, what was felt, what was learned, and um, what the fuck happened, as opposed to where I went and how I did it. I'm your host, D. Carrie, and um, welcome to Fuck Back if you've been here before. Welcome if you're new, and I hope to see you again in the future. So this week, I actually have some exciting news. Yay me. Um, two really fun updates to um, share with the peoples, with the folks. First, I was featured by um, Danielle Desir of The Thought Card, one of my favorite um travel influencers on her website, uh, Women of Color Podcasters. She did a write-up of some really, really incredible um, women of color podcasters that have travel podcasts. So I am muy, muy honored and very excited to be a part of that list. As you should be. Thank you very much. It was perfect timing too. So if you're not watching, that's the voice of my guest and I'll let him do his intro in a second, but thank you. So (laughs) uh, very excited about that. So Danielle, thank you very much. And it was an absolute pleasure and a joy to meet you. We actually had a meetup of some really incredible um, women of color podcasters um, in the city. So shout out to Adrena and shout out to Kelly ladies. It was a joy to meet you, and I'm looking forward to uh, hiking. I'm holding uh, you ladies to that, so we're definitely going to go hiking when it gets warmer. Um, so thank you, Danielle, for including me in that incredible list of really talented and really um, just resourceful. There's just so much information on the internet that doesn't have to be one-sided like it's one thing to travel right but then it's another thing and it's one thing to look up information excuse me about places that you're traveling I don't know about you guys but when I look up information about a certain destination I like to hear about it from the um, point of view of someone that looks like me or sounds like me from someone whose experience I feel may be similar to an experience that I would have so to me, that is why I find such value in this podcast, and that's why I find so much value in the um, shit. The word just left flew out of my mind in the content created by other women of color because it's a very unique perspective. It is a very unique experience, and nobody can speak on it better than someone that actually experiences it firsthand. So, thank you to the other women that were featured for being influential voices as well, because we matter. We get to have a story. We get to have a voice without, you know, there being a um, dramatic or traumatic experience happening. Just happy occurrences matter. Like something like an innocuous movie, um, like 27 Dresses was there. Of course, there's some little level of trauma or dramaticism that happens in the movie but it's like we don't always have to be like a a struggle narrative we don't always have to be um you know there doesn't have to always be something wrong for our stories to matter sometimes it's just i like to fucking travel 
here's why I travel. This is what I learned from traveling. So it's of value because I'm a regular fucking person. And there are other regular fucking people who happen to be women of color who hopefully will gain some type of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not experience, but some type of information or some type of inspiration or some type of, you know, motivation, even introspection, but not introspection because that would be me. But some type of, um, I'd say inspiration or motivation or validation. Mm. in an experience that they have had or are looking to have. have. Got you. So, yeah, I think that that pretty much encompasses um, that. So, again, thank you, Danielle, and congratulations to all the other really incredible Women of Color podcasters. Um, And if you're looking to start a podcast, Danielle does have a Facebook group and a website that has incredibly valuable information. I've had my podcast for a little over a year now, and I'm still amazed by how much, thank you. I'm still amazed by how much there is to learn. I'm winging it, y'all. I'm dragging my balls across the floor. That's the first thing that came to mind. (laughs) Sorry, mom. Uh, Daddy, you taught me the best words that I know. But it's really just a labor of love. I'm just kind of going with the flow and trying to figure things out as I go. I don't necessarily mind that it being just me and like the guests that I have on the show. It's that's the blessing in being right a solo now. person is just that you I don't have to explain what I'm doing to other people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So but there's that on that. So thank you, Danielle, for including me in that. And if my uh, lovely assistant here, my, you could be uh, Dana's dainty, because it's not like a Barker's beauty. No, Dana's dainty. That's it's a little. Yeah, I, I feel I like, feel like not, that speaks to me. Am yeah. I dainty? Like are you we see what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel dainty? like I felt like you were gonna go there. So um, Dana's dashing. How about that? That's better. I like that. It's still an open ended statement, but I neither here nor that. there. Um, my copy came in today of. My Keep Calm, Bring Your Carry On, The Ultimate Self-Care Guide for Travelers of Color, written by Gentamu Jenjen McKinney. So I am, again, amazingly and happily, graciously, excitingly honored to be included in another resource for travelers of color. Um, thank you, Jen, for reaching out. I... I mean, like it, it just feels really good to be recognized for this stuff that you do that means a lot to you. And um, you, you do it without necessarily needing acknowledgement. I don't get paid to do this. This costs me money to do, but I love what I'm doing. Like I leave work and I come here to do this for free. Like I, no, I pay to do this. You know what I mean? And it's just like, that's okay. If nothing ever comes of it, I enjoy what I'm doing. But I know that my work will pay off in something at some point because I know and I believe 100% in a very um, reciprocal universe. I believe that the universe will bring to me what I'm working for. And at some point, I'll be a professional traveler. 
But until then, I enjoy doing all this shit for for the free for y'all. You see what I'm saying? Um, and I have been included in this resource of over 50 of your favorite travel influencers. Shout out to my boy Fletcher. Fletcher is chapter, I want to say three in the book. I am the lovely chapter six. <laughs> Says, I don't know how to say chapter in Espanol, but how do you say? No, I know the number, but how do you say chapter? I don't think they have chapters. I'm sure that they do. Why I'm wouldn't no, they? I'm, I'm, it's a whole ass word, and you're not talking chapter, into the mic. Like chapter O, chapter. No, let's don't do that. Okay, don't stop. do that I'm to my. Stop. Don't do that to my people. Um, gonna drag. Yeah, we're gonna move some things around. A little bit of housekeeping. Okay, yes. Yeah, so, this book written by um, by Jen is. How can I describe it? It is. I guess you consider it an, an anthology. There are, like I said, over 50 different travel influencers. Um, a lot of them really well-known. Like, y'all love me because you fuck with the kid. But I mean, like, people I fuck with, people that I am like, oh, my God, they are, like, an incredible resource are included in this book. And it centers on mental health in the Black community and how it... Uh, how do you put it? Um, well, yeah, people of color, because for example, like I know that I see it in myself where, and I've read other people that do the same as I do, but we use travel as a, and as an escape, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like it's therapeutic. Yeah. It's like a coping mechanism. And it's also like, um, something's going wrong. Let me book this flight. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, okay. I don't want to deal with this shit. This like getaway. You can yep. Like you leave all of your problems behind, essentially, and you you go on like a really bomb. When you go on vacation, like you clear. You can your forget mind. all of that shit. Yeah, you know you what I mean? You can, but that. you don't have to. I find that it is much more beneficial to me to actually use my time on vacation to work through the shit that hasn't been going my way while I've been home. Okay. So I've so made a conscious effort to actively think about and process with new eyes, if you will, like with travel yeah, eyes, yeah, yeah. what has been troubling me while I've been home. So whatever the fuck is on my mind, whatever's been stressing me, whatever I'm trying to work through at home, I try to look at it from like a different perspective because it's a little bit easier to deal with when it's not right here in your face. You feel like that's because you're in a different country and they have different... Oh, absolutely. Like even if I culture. were like in, even if I were like in Seattle, you know what it is? It's just not having other responsibilities for me. Okay, that so up a lot it's of... like, I don't have to get up and go to work. I'm really? not taking care of the dog. I'm not cooking. You know what I mean? Or even if I am cooking, it's like, it's, everything is different on vacation. Correct. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's, that's essentially what, for me, the beauty in reevaluating whatever is stressing me has. It's like, you can do it on your time. You can do it with fresh air. You can do it with um, not only a better perspective, but a better view. I mean, who doesn't want to look at mountains or actual like greenery while we're in the middle of winter in New York? You and know what I mean? Like, water and stuff hello, like that. who doesn't want to lay on the beach and listen to nothing as you figure out, why is this nigga still on my nerves? Or, 
what do I need to do to get out of this job? Or what is it I need to do to mend the relationship with this mm, person? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like... you gain that... It's clarity. Like, you gain yep. clarity. You get space from the problem right. to actually, like, focus in on the problem you, differently. because, yeah, like, you wouldn't realize, like, me personally, like, I get, like, a different perspective mm-hmm. when I take myself out of situations as yes. opposed to when I'm actually in the situation. That's one of the... I forgot what I was listening to. I was listening to a podcast. It might have been Horrible Decisions. Shout out to um, Mandy and Weezy. Love, love Horrible Decisions. One of my faves. Every Monday, I am tuned in. Um, But I believe that they had a guest on the show that was giving... I don't want to say coping mechanisms, but he was giving... What's wrong with coping mechanisms? Because that's not what it was. Yeah. I don't think it's just an appropriate term. Right. To describe what he was saying. It in a in a sense it is, but it's more he was giving practical ways for conflict resolution. Okay. And it was, I think, mostly (laughs) to be used in like an argument. So like if you if you and I have an argument, it's like one of the um the mechanisms that he had suggested was like um like a pause. Like, say, all right, we beefing over something, right? Okay, you know what? 12 hours or an hour. You basically remove yourself from whatever that argument is. And it's not like uh, free reign to be like, all right, I need a pause or I need time out to just walk away from the problem. Mm -hmm. But you have to revisit it in whatever, like, your agreed upon time is. And that's where the difference is. Right, because, like, walking away, like, for some people is not difficult. Right. Because they'll walk away Same. forever. I could walk away from a lot of shit. Yeah. And then just not return. Right. But like to come back to it. Some people don't like to come yes. back to those things. And for me, that's what kind of travel lets me do. It lets me put that pause on whatever is going on, but also come back to it. Because it's like, it. I know I'm coming back to it, but now I can look at it without being in front of whatever is pissing me off. Instead of you screaming back at me, Instead of me wanting to respond, instead of me wanting to act or physically like do something to um, fix whatever the problem is or, mm-hmm. you know, just cope or move through. It's like, wait a minute, I could pause. I'm not dealing with it right now. So I can actually think about what All the, the fuck I'm, why am I, why do I feel this way about what it is? Yeah. What is it about what's really happening? You can really those questions and really like exactly. dive into it. Like, what is it really Right, and that's what is so incredible about, tra- I don't want to say vacationing, but about travel, travel. in a sense. Right, because, because like vacation is, even if you're just traveling somewhere, like you don't got to go far. Like, exactly, like I could be in fucking Jersey. Yeah, just you know what I mean? Space. It's just the space from your everyday routine right, right. allows you that opportunity to just pause what's going on and reassess, like, all right, you look at it differently. You look at it from a new perspective, just new scenery, new background, new people around you. You it know what I mean? You go into it. It absolutely does. And that is the core of what this book, Keep Calm, Bring Your Carry On, is addressing. It's speaking with all these different um, influencers and having us basically talk about some of our travels, but then also tap into the mental health aspect of it. Okay. What tools do we use to um, address mental issues? Um, you know, mental... Pass me the book. Let me just read one of them for you just so you can see the value in it. And 
If you guys aren't watching on YouTube, I suggest that you go to YouTube. There is a little bit of extra um, content on YouTube. Uh, you know, new edition. You're welcome. Um, again, I'm chapter six. I'm quite excited about that. I start on page 31. Okay. Um, and let's see. The part that is... Okay, so some of the questions... Now, mind you, the questions aren't the same for everybody. So some of the questions that she'll ask the influencers are, how, is tra how has traveling helped you maintain your mental health as it relates to self-care? What is your most therapeutic travel destination for stress relief and self-care? These are the questions that were asked of me. Not everybody got the same questions. So you'd have to buy the book so that you can, you know, figure questions. out more information from different people. And then also, this isn't the blanket conversation that's had with everybody. Like, there's more to it, right? Um, what is the most important items you have in your carry-on and why? Favorite calming beverage or food to consume while traveling and why? Favorite calming music or audio to listen to while traveling? Hint, hint, it was a prior episode, and I remember one of you absolutely fucking loved it. So thanks, sis. Appreciate you. I wonder if one of you guys could figure out what that episode, what the answer to that question, that question is. I'm going to let you see. Oh. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh. That was my answer. But um, if you know what it is without buying the book and cheating, <laughs> let me know in a, in a comment someplace. Um, but let's see. Or you could just buy the book and find out. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. listen to past episodes because there's an entire episode about it. Wink, wink. Is really? oh. Yeah. I had a whole last episode. Of, I'll tell you later. Um. Favorite keepsake that keeps you calm or grounded while traveling? What is your most hilarious travel memory? What is your most memorable or touching travel experience? What is the worst travel experience you ever had? Talks about that shit. Um, favorite travel hack? What is your travel ritual for keeping calm and maintaining your inner zen? Best travel tip advice? Why is addressing mental health in and self-care with as it relates to people of color so important in the travel community? And although we travel often for our mental health, the topic is not emphasized due to shame and, stig and stigma. How can we normalize this conversation among the travel communities of color? So this book, all 300 plus pages is, guys, I, I can't explain to you how excited I am to finally get like to go through the rest of the book and to like I feel like like you kind of feel like you know these people you know what I mean like you get to pick these people's brains so the people that you have been following the people that you have been double clicking on the Instagrams and all of that shit y'all it's in here uh definitely definitely check it out it's the book. Keep calm. Bring your carry on. Oh, wait. You got to do like the thing they do on YouTube. Is that how they do it? When they hold their hand behind? I don't know. Wait, cover faces? I don't know. But y'all, there's a link on, of course, my website, travelingshippodcast.com. Go there for all associated uh, channel notes, links, et cetera, et cetera. So there's that on that. Um, it was all travel related. So, uh, Although it was an intro, it was a great little convo on um, traveling. Mm. Aside, you ready for this? All right, so y'all, a nigga been stressed. Um, 
I needed a little break. So thank you to uh, my guy If here. I'm going to put this here just so that it'll consistently be seen throughout the episode. Yeah, that's a good spot. Yeah, you could just put it there. Um, there you go. Boom. So this is going to be definitely a very fantasy, supernatural slash um, occult episode because I'm into all things occult. I've always actually been into all things occult. Um, very unknown fact. There was this one book that I will never forget that I would consistently check out in my elementary school, which I just drove by the other day. And, and by the other day, I mean like this week. I just drove by and it like had this wave of emotion come over me because it's no longer my elementary school. Mm -hmm. They closed it. I graduated in 99 and they closed it. My brother and I are five years apart. So maybe 2006 or so he was the last graduating class. I don't know when that nigga graduated, but my brother was the last graduating class. We were both valedictorians of our graduating class yeah. from junior high, by the way. Uh -huh. Humble flex. Yeah. But it's, how hard is it to be the valedictorian in fucking eighth grade? Harder than you think. I wasn't valedictorian. <laughs> I didn't really try, but. You know. But I mean, yeah, it's not like it's some like overarching feat that makes us better people. It's just. It, it happened. Not better people, but better, better children. No. Not at all. You don't think so? Absolutely not. We just excelled scholastically. That's it. He's still an asshole. I was still <laughs> very much uh, a very bossy, annoying kid. You? Absolutely. But that's neither here nor here. Here nor there. That being said, passed by the school and I had a moment, you know. It, it was... Nostalgic. Yeah, it was, it was, it was nice, but sad at the same time because I, along with like my closest friends, we always felt like we would be sending our kids to that school because my mom went to that elementary school. Oh, my mom God. taught at that elementary school. All of my mom's best friends, like all of my aunties went to that school. My oh. cousins went to that school. Like St. Clement Pope, SCP, we roll thick. Like that's like Alumni. hood classic. You know what I mean? Like. The hood champion spot, like it, like really, really bred a lot of great relationships. It bred a lot of great uh, experiences. Like we had most, like eighty percent of our teachers were black, mm. so we had a very black ass elementary school experience. Like you know what I mean? Like, like absolutely, type. absolutely. Lamar Odom went to my elementary school. Oh, what? hell yeah, that nigga went there. I never know because. Yeah, the disparity right. in age. Yeah, you know what I mean? But we was in the building at the same time. But uh, again, that's neither here nor there. That ain't paying none of my bills. But no. fun fucking fact. Interesting fact. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. This um, speaks to the community, I'm saying. Like, right. Like, he's the only, other than myself, <laughs> um, person that I'm trying to think of. Like, there's mad people that are successful in their different industries and mm -hmm. realms of life and all that stuff. But that's, Digressing, digressing. There was this one book that I would consistently, I don't want to say always because I read 
bunch of different books. I was one of them loner reader kids. Like I wasn't out on the block until I was like in high school. I didn't really go outside and play with niggas that lived around me. Uh, and even then I did one summer on my bike and was just like, yeah, no, nah, I'm good. Like, like y'all mad mixy. Like, like I'm not, <laughs> I've had my fill. Mm. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, there's that. But witches, I've always been fascinated with like, Occult the, shit. So what's the book though that you would? It was like out? called Witches or something like that. Like, yes, like it was something very simple, and it was very palatable as like a younger person. And I'm trying to think of like, did it have spells or anything in it? I'm well, trying like to think. Incantations and shit, like right. Like I'm trying to remember if that's what was in the book. But I checked. Is that that what, was is that what lured you to the book? Like. Would, it was very nicely broken down. It wasn't done in a scary way. It wasn't done in um, a judgy way or anything okay. like that. I just remember it being kind of like, it. yeah, no. It was just very like, it, I don't want to say it was like a how-to per se, but it was, um, it opened my mind to the idea that witches didn't have to be like bad people. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Gotcha. And I think that that kind of fostered the idea of, oh, not everything like you see on TV is the way. the way everything has to be. So this was like one of the ways to see like, okay, so this is one view. This is a different view. And so I loved the book, checked it out numerous times. And I wish I could remember more clearly what it looked like or what it was titled or like who wrote the shit something so that I could like buy the book as an adult and just have it as like a personal memento to my childhood. But on today, and I asked y'all niggas this last week. I asked you, I asked just, I asked why I was wondering after I just finished watching, uh, what's the shit called? Shit, shitty, shit, 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 shit. Um, uh, supernatural. Nope. Oh. I did mention that to you today, but that's not what spawned it. it I just finished question? watching. There's a show on the TVs. I just finished watching not Vampire Diaries, not Legacies, but the one in between. Yeah, because I think I saw like an episode of that one too. Like, is it the one with the with the? It's got Klaus Nicholson, Nicholson, Michelson, Klaus Michelson, Elijah Michelson. It's got Haley. It's got all of these people. Fuck, what is the name of the show? I just watched it. Let me let me look at the thing. Because this is really driving me crazy. Um, is it Vampire Diaries? No, that's the first one. And then Legacies is the last one. The middle one is... Let me go to my Netflix and see what it's called. Because, yeah. All the vampire. Is it True Blood? Nope, watch that. Oh, thought that was it. The originals. That was not coming to mind. I feel like I said that. You didn't. At all. Something started with O. Mm -mm. No, negative. But it was the originals. I just finished watching originals. Mad good. Mad good. Legacies. What season is this that you saw recently? Oh, no. I watched it all. I binged the whole shit. Like season one through five. Oh, shit. I was there for all of it. And the first, I want to say, two or three seasons had like 22, 23 episodes a, a piece. So them niggas didn't end. Like, that, that shit felt like it took forever. Yeah. But I like when I'm binging, like, if, if the show was good, though, I prefer I that. can appreciate that. Yeah. I definitely can. But it was kind of like the last two seasons, I think, were like 13 episodes a piece. So I kind of felt like y'all could have just done four seasons and left it alone and done everything 23 
episodes just like that. and just spend boom three seasons it's done but I don't write shows, shows. Do they like to split up the the season into like halves like but I can also understand for the actors and for mm-hmm. the crew I know that's why they shortened the seasons for um Supernatural well at least the last season of Supernatural season 15 RIP I truly think that Sam and Dean are going to die at the end. I think they're both going to die at the end of Supernatural. I really think that that's going to happen because that's the only way they're going to find peace. They're, they can't live regular fucking lives. And monsters are always going to be around. So there's no other way that you can end the show with them having or finding peace you feel like the unless they both die. Period. That, that's, that's my thought process. But, I mean, yeah. we didn't get to Supernatural. But, so... I understand why they shorten seasons after it's been like acknowledged as something that's working because you want to give your cast and your crew a little bit of time and space for like a work-life balance. I know that that's one thing that I read that they had short, why they had shortened, um, excuse me, the, I don't know if it was just the final season of Supernatural or if it was, more than just like, because we're up to season fifteen now in Supernatural. It's almost yeah, been when twenty you say years. That, like, these niggas been playing the same character for while long. Like, how long are these? I think like, it's been like fifteen between fifteen and eighteen years. It's taken them to do all fifteen of these seasons or some shit like that. So you've been doing essentially, you've been working on the same job. Like, if you had a union job, like if you were doing PD or some shit like that, like you'd be about ready to collect the fucking <coughs> pension. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. So right about now, right? Like fifteen years. Like, well, no. PD, I think it's 20. I think corrections is like 25. I think even PD, if you get on, it depends on what tier you are. Uh, I think if you're getting on now at this point, it makes it somebody was, I was talking to somebody about that shit earlier. No, last week or something like that. Mm -hmm. And that was news to me. Mm -hmm. But again, that's another here nor there thing. They're shortening some seasons to give cast and crew a little bit of work-life balance so that you're, you know, that, that one that maybe. I think they lessened the seasons from like 23 to 20. And it's just like, that's six months to yourself or three months extra to yourself that you're not working, that you're not on set. So again, so that goes back to like, cause like if you're, you're stressed out by the show, or then right. Cause it's still time. a job. Yeah. Cause it's still a job. So now these niggas can vacation Take a little time, a little separate space, come back, reassess. Exactly. And then go from there. But that being said, since now we're fully immersed in the occult and like, I guess, union jobs and work life balance and shit, Uh, would you, Concert, rather be vampire, werewolf, or witch? Okay. Now. I already have my answer, by the way, folks. I, I have my answer. When you say which, can mm-hmm. we substitute that for warlock? If if you must. Now is the connotation for warlock equal to witch? Because you know what I'm saying I don't know Harry Potter Magical type fucking witch, powers. Like what type of witch? Because Harry Potter was a witch. Again, too. Yes. Again, too technical. Yes. No. Feel free to get as technical as the fuck you would like, because that actually fucking matters. The. Skills. Oh, yo! I'm just seeing my tat from this angle for some reason. Like my arm, uh, uh, my sleeve at the. Yo, yeah, my right. <laughs> Detour. I have a travel sleeve, guys. So I get tattoos. Like people collect magnets and 
I collect, yeah, like, I also collect rocks. So I have like a bowl of rocks from different countries I've been to. Do you really? Absolutely. Can you tell them apart? Like, do you just- Some of them, yes. Some of them I actually wrote on the rock where I got it from. Like, I've got some rocks from like Antelope Canyon, Grand Canyon. I know one rock in particular, the first trip I went to was Bermuda. Mm-hmm. And I rem- I know that rock because it's very different from all the other ones. Because it's spooky? Is it because it's... No, it's not. It's just huge. It's like about the size of my palm. Mm. I kind of have small hands though, but it's about the size of my palm. And it's a very, like, it's like a sandstone color. Mm. So that rock is just different from all the other ones. That one I got from Bermuda. I've got, I wrote on rocks from, I think all the places that I went in Vegas and some of the rocks, I think I wrote on, no, I think I might've just mixed those in the bowl, but every beach I go to or every like hike I go to, I try to bring something back. So mm. little pieces of the world, but cause it's free. Yeah. They not, yeah. Ain't gonna charge me for it. The tattoos aren't free though. No, (laughs) these niggas ain't. But yeah, so it was just like a really good angle on the sleeve. But that's a very fair question. So you said that you saw some of the originals, or you've seen like an episode or so of the originals. So you saw about maybe three, four tops, four episodes. Okay, so let's base the decision on that lore because you've got. Movies like uh, what's the one where the Twilight? Thing, yeah, you've got Twilight. You've got Harry like there's different types of witches, werewolves, werewolves and, and vampires. Like they all have a they all have the pretty much same. We're extra strong. We don't die. Yeah, that and we have consistent. powers. Yeah. We're faster. We're stronger. Or their even weaknesses, if we do die, I feel like, have changed because yes, like, depending on the movie, your weaknesses have changed, right? Mm-hmm. So going by. The originals, mm. they have a daylight ring. Like this way, the vampire, the vampires have a daylight ring, so they can go out in the sun. They don't have to worry about being confined like, to just. They being. never had that. Neither the interview with a vampire. They never. See had what I'm that. saying? So it depends on what you're watching, right? So I'm going based off of originals, where if you have a daylight ring, you can go outside. If you decide to take off your ring, you That's you can't. Me. Period. That's on you. Now, in terms of werewolves. In the show, they had a union between, um, spoiler, if you intend to, but it happens in like probably season two or three, I want to say. But um, some of the werewolves from certain packs can control when they turn. When they turn into werewolves. Yes. So. So because like the one I saw, like the dude was chaining himself, like he, he drove out into the woods. Oh, that was. Legacies. That's like the something. Yeah, that's the spinoff show. Because oh. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because like so he because he drove out into the woods. I'm like, what's this guy doing? He drives out. No, to the woods. you might be watching Being Human. Nah, I think it was Originals. Okay, but, I, could, okay. I could be. I could be wrong. I'm not okay, lie. so detail aside, you some some depending on what pack you're from, you can what pack you're from, you can. Determine when you want to change. Like so at let's will, say it, wait, at does, will, yes. Does it have to be? You can't do it in the daytime though. It has to be like no, a, you can. That's so the point. Because for example, in the middle of the day, werewolves. Are spoiler. Running. So Haley is a hybrid. That means she's a werewolf slash vampire. She ended up becoming a hybrid because she is a hybrid. This is, the details aren't important. She's a hybrid. She ended up marrying, uh, and she's an alpha. Mm. She ended up marrying another alpha, and because they had whatever ceremony, they, what, what 
powers she had, being able to, you know, change when she turns because that was a power of her crescent pack. So that she's pack a crescent she wolf. Was, so yeah. because of that, she is able to um, turn to control. It was either when? that or because she was also a vampire that she could control when she turned. Either way, so the bitch could like control. Hybrid. She's a hybrid. Her werewolf but, pack to change at will. Only because of the union between she and Jackson, another werewolf. So the two different packs united, and she was able to basically not. Okay, fuck it. Uh, like it's it's not really necessary to me <laughs> because I don't want to muck up like the detail and the essence of the show because a lot of decisions were made based on different little things. Like there's a whole season of um like a like the wolves also have a ring, but their ring is a little different. Where their ring allows them to not turn at the full moon, oh, okay. but a lot uh, like there was a certain faction that was using those rings to kind of keep the wolves kind of like in the palm of whoever was giving the like the witches. The witches oh, okay, would okay. make those rings for the wolves, and it kind of held them in the palm of the witch's hand because well, can... if I'm making this ring and I'm giving you this ring, I'm saying that you it it's up to me and the spell that I'm giving you so that you don't have to turn at the full moon. But yeah. because Haley married Jackson, the Crescent Wolves and whatever pack Jackson was from, they got everybody's power. So like they like So the abilities of the Yeah, they become everybody's ability because those two married. So everybody was able to control when they turned, therefore not needing the ring. The ring. So that was like a game changer in the storyline, right? Yeah, so imagine, you're witches using kind of like there's that's their thing now. And then in terms of witches, it's like just powers. But the way that it worked in the originals is that they were New Orleans witches. So they got their powers from their ancestors. It wasn't like earth magic or anything like that. It was ancestral power. So you die in New Orleans, you're consecrated. You're buried there, and then the witches that are left behind, the ones that are still alive, they basically pull off of your power as an ancestor. So okay. you, you basically, you kind of lose a lot of your power not being on home turf. Mm, so okay. it's so like your power, the there. source of your power is here in your home, in your homeland. So that's, that's very important for them to kind of just, you know, like be there. So those are the confines within your making your decision. I know what my decision is. I see. What is your choice? Would you want to be a warlock? Thank you. You're welcome. A warlock. And mind you, the men consider themselves witches in the show. Yeah, because Harry Potter's a witch. Excuse me. Yeah, but I'm just saying. In this show, witch was non-gender descriptive. It was just across. It's like there was no vampirette and vampire. You're just a vampire. Okay. Male and females were both werewolves. It's non-gender specific. So, so which it, just was men and women. Werewolf, men, women. Vampire, men, women. So that being said, go. What's your choice? That being said, knowing everything I know now. Yes. Based on the original's lore. Because that's the last show that I binged. Actually, Legacies was, but don't watch that. Okay. Why? 
like a vampire. They got to like wear the rings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like they're pretty much set. Werewolves, they have like they have their rings as well. But, like I feel like with the witch or the warlock, what have you? Okay, it's the best of both worlds because it's How? like you can interact with both of them, the werewolf and the and the vampires. Correct. Mm-hmm. That's where they get the rings from, right? Like, I mean, if you fuck with them, like mean, they all have beef. They all have beef. That's a whole nother underlying. Why would they have beef with the line. witches though? Like Bruh. the witches are giving them all this. Because cool you not stuff my, and... you not my crew. It's like why do Bloods and Crips have beef? Ignorance. I.e., witches and warlocks. So wait, and so these not witches. Liking... Are, so the witches are not like immortal. Mm-mm. The werewolves are. They live for a long time, and the vampires are immortal. Hmm. So. They didn't always have beef with the witches, like the vampires. If you let the storyline tell it, yes, they did. It depends on who's ruling the city. This mm. was all set in New Orleans, which is one of my favorite cities. Mm. But it all kind of centered around who was ruling At the city. Um, yeah, and what it was like a power struggle dictates place in the city and with the- yeah, like who is allowed where, what times or what. Parts of the day you could be in this area. You're relegated to just staying on this side. You're um, relegated to over here. Like, this is your section. That's your turf. This is your these block. Are like, hours. These are your hours. Yes. Everything was, depending on who was in charge, this person is in charge. Like, uh, vampires run. Like, this is our city. Oh, so it's Fuck different- that. Y'all not allowed in French Quarter. Right. Y'all got to stay in Treme. Y'all got to stay in Sixth War. Y'all got to stay in Ninth War. Y'all got to be over here. Blah, 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 blah. Versus when this person is in power. All right, so this place here, there's no magic. Everybody can come here. Everybody can have a good time. This is the one neutral zone where everyone is allowed to just come hang out. It's a bar. Magic doesn't apply, so everybody's kind of on kind of like a level playing ground, if mm. you will. So, like, depending on who was in charge, that was an available resource, if you will. So, it depended on, yes, the different sects had beef. Like, witches didn't fuck with wolves, didn't fuck with vampires, didn't fuck with witches, didn't fuck mm. with werewolves. It was, everybody had beef, so. So, with a physical altercation. Who comes out on top? Fucking vampires, duh. Vampire, even they're faster and stronger. Absolutely. I like the werewolves, and they don't die. I mean, that's a plus. So we could fight all fucking day. Stab me, I'm coming back. Unless you stake me, and then there's that. But if I or decapitate you, yeah. See, and that's one thing that I always that always fucking bothered (laughs) me. It's just like a fucking head removal, not even a head shot. Who's that not taken out? Like, mm. even if I chopped your head off, are you going to regurgitate? Like, are you going to yeah, regenerate like, gonna grow back the head a new the head? Like, you see what I'm saying? So I'm just like, okay, so if you wanted to kill a vampire without staking him, I should just chop off its head. That I never, like, so those are just like the editing flaws in just lore in general when it comes yeah, to right. movies and fight scenes and shit and like I that. I feel like it's because of technology now because, like, I feel like they didn't have the technology to just, like, cut off everybody's heads. Yes, they did. They always had fucking machetes. Swords. Hello. Swords are like one nobody of the oldest weapons. A, right, but nobody ever took advantage of that. Like you didn't really see like a lot of vampires. Which does heads. which I never really under but then again, that's another it was always rabbit the hole. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's so garlic, there's crosses, there's the holy silver, water, the, there's silver with werewolves. The silver silver bullet is what bullets. essentially will stop a werewolf. Is that um, true in the, the originals? Like are they, they never bring that up. 
they never touch on silver bullets. It never comes up. At least not to my understanding. Um, Now, originals were the first vampires. Their mother basically used black magic to curse them uh, to a, like, I don't even remember what her reasoning behind it was or why the bitch was so mad or whatever, but she cursed the kids and they became the first vampires. Like when they turned their first, like, um, so, like when they sired their first line of like baby vampires, they didn't even know what the fuck they were doing because it was new to them. They had yeah. to learn everything about vampirism, about being a fucking vampire as they went. Oh, okay. So yeah. learn on the job. They were basically they were there for like a millennia. So um, yeah, that's that. So you stand by your warlock decision. Um, as of right now, giving what you have, giving what you have. What's the context of this decision? How are you making this? Okay, so the context is, how is this helping your travel plans? Like, how is this helping you on vacation? Okay, I feel like if that's the context, because what, like, vampires can't just fly around and stuff like that. Like, I can't, like... In the movie, they don't fly. I mean, now, granted, they could jump from a... They could jump a... Jump down six stories. They could jump off the side of a building, and they're fine. You know what I mean? Like, they can... But they don't fly. Some movies they fucking fly. Yeah. Not in this one. No fly. They don't fly. Like at all. Like no. They just they do can like jump leaps, from like real huge leaps. And yeah, stuff they like they that. have very um extensive and like their skills are and their strengths are of course much more like extreme it. than the best ninja you can think of. Not true, yeah. I feel like even with that information. I'm going to go with Warlock. I would say that's a good answer, sir. Good answer. Good answer. Family Feud style. All right. Good answer. (laughs) So I don't remember what I said before, but I am pretty certain that given the same scenario, I would choose a witch also. I feel like I said vampire before. But now that you know. Yeah, I'm going to go with which. Right. Only because I have no desire in being immortal. I have no desire to live forever. You think you'll get bored? Fuck no, I never get bored. I, that's one thing that, uh, it, that's like a, an immediate turnoff from anybody. Man, woman, adult, child. Like, I don't see how people get bored. Like, there's so much in the world to entertain. Like, there's so much going on in my mind. I don't ever get bored. There's always another thought. There's always another idea. There's always another story lined up in queue, like waiting to happen. There's always something around the corner. Absolutely. I can entertain myself without, without issue. And then also the fucking internet. You have a, you, you are walking around Uh with a literal computer in your pocket. If you don't have something to read, if you don't have something to find more information about, like, That's true. so I would never get bored. There's just so much information. There's so many things that and I'm curious is about. Out there, like any Absolutely. Is out there. It's all at your fingertips. Literally scroll up. There's something else there to entertain you. So I don't understand adults with, you know, paid for internet and that niggas that got service, how you're bored. Like, look you, into you something. Find something. Google something. You know what I mean? But no, you're right. Yeah. yeah, I have absolutely no desire to live forever. Not because I would get bored, but because you experience so much loss. Oh, okay, you're, that aspect of it. You know what like, I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, you're you're the one that's you're like, here. But like, and you- unless you surround yourself with just other vampires, like 
am I turning my family? Am I turning everybody in my family so you that they're to, there to with me? You understand what I'm saying? It's just like now I don't age. Black people, we don't age as Black is. Don't crack. Exactly. Black you know what I mean? It, but I was reading and one thing Jen was mentioning in the book, black don't crack on the inside, but we crack on the inside. I mean, we don't crack on the outside, outside but we crack, we crack on, on the inside. inside. I would agree with that. I know and a lot of that's her. a forever life of cracking on the inside. You ain't cracking on the outside, but you just continuously live through different things that hurt you. Mm-hmm. And the world will find different ways to, to fucking beat, to break you down, like to beat New you and down. Interesting ways. Absolutely. Like- that ain't never going anywhere, okay? So between losing people that you love and just seeing the world go through just like changes and things. Like absolutely. Like horrific stuff in history, you're always there to witness. You know what I mean? Yeah, you'd like have you're to there watch to witness like all that genocide stuff. after you're there to uh, witness like the way that um, institutional racism fucking stays right where it's at and doesn't fucking go anywhere. You see what I'm saying? It's just like, so you live through slavery to to go through Jim Crow, to go through civil rights. like after a while, the hypocrisy of it all would just get to you. Absolutely. Shit like that. It's just like, okay, so how are you guys not seeing this? doing the same shit over and over again. Like nobody's going to say anything. Not even a hundred years, but like 200 years, 300 years, 500 years, 900 years later. Nigga, y'all still don't like black people? I get y'all you. still can't get I the get fuck you. along. Y- y'all probably, still ain't fix this. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, look at how many different ways and how many different options. It's like, now granted, nobody has. And then it's got to get frustrating at some point for you to be the only person with all of this firsthand information. Because it's different when it's passed down. Yes. Because like the people that win the wars write the history. But the people yes. that live through it know exactly what took totally place. totally different So they're experience. like, no, nah, that's bullshit. Yep. But I ain't write the book. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just like how I'm writing a book as the vampire. You know what I mean? So it's just like stuff like that. Nobody wants to hear the vampire's perspective. Yeah. And it's just like but that's, that, that's the perspective not, that you want. Because that's like a Absolutely. A but then realistic. again, I'm certain that there's a Nazi vampire someplace. I believe it. Vampire or not, they're still a fucking Nazi. So their version of the truth, their version. I also watched Hunters. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but Neither here nor there. So I, again, have no desire to be immortal. That doesn't interest me at all. I have, I don't think I've ever had a fear of dying. I just have a fear of suffering to death. That's what I don't want. Can I ask you a question? Like, so what are your theories on like what happens? Oh, when you get to the other side, when you travel through. This is the travel that you. Yeah. Travel to end all travels. (laughs) Yeah. Basically, <laughs> I don't know. I literally don't know um, because I don't believe in the same version of God that I was taught to believe in. I was born and raised Catholic. Like I went to Catholic school my entire life. I went to Catholic school from nursery all the way through 12th grade. Um, didn't go to a Catholic college, but I went to a private, in, uh, private college. But I was, my grandma was like a CCD instructor. My mom was a teacher at Catholic school and they always had religion class. And I even went to CCD for shits and gigs just because I liked going to my grandma's church more than I like going to my mama's church. So I am aware of what religion class teaches you and I don't fuck with it. Like it never resonated with me. I don't believe that the Eucharist is the literal bread of the body of Christ. That never fucking sat yeah. with me. I don't believe that this wine or grape juice that you're giving me is the blood, blood of, Christ. of Christ. That yeah. never resonated with me. The idea of a pope 
never resonated with me. That whole infallible right. human being. Yeah, you right, were born of a woman the same that I was. But you at were, some point you want me to believe that you just Right. Became. You had a whole ass childhood. You had a whole ass teenage life. At some point in your adult life, you decided to become a priest and then go up through those ranks and then boom, somebody says infallible. another human being says that you can't ever be wrong. No. So fuck the idea of a pope. Don't sit with me. Don't believe in it. So there are so many things about Catholicism that just don't mm-hmm. sit. Like, I, I, don't, I, ref- I don't believe in it. So that kind of is another thing about travel that I love so much mm. because I'm able to see firsthand so many different religions, so many different versions of spirituality, and so many different um, beliefs of, and practices of faith that I'm able to kind of take what resonates with me and then um, apply it to my own life. So in, and I have another episode on this, uh, Religions of Abroad, I think it's called. It's another oh, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to hop back on to that one, you know. I like that one. That's like one of my favorite. Thank you. Thank you. Because <laughs> you, yeah, you went there with that one. That's what I like. Like you touched on like Santeria and stuff like yes. that. Yes. Look at my nigga listen yeah. to the show. She ate you. So, right, like, Buddhism in um, Thailand was really fucking interesting. You went to go see Big Buddha, and it had, like, all this, the tenets of um, Buddhism on there. And I'm like, seems pretty straight to the point. Makes sense. I get it. I fuck with some of it. You know what I mean? I like mm. it. I can see wanting to apply some of these practices to my life. Buddhism, like, specifically, like, I like the message, like, behind that, because it's like, Buddhism, that's the one with the, with the belly, right? Yeah, that's Buddha. That's him. He was like, <coughs> sorry. Mm-hmm. He was like uh, this wise dude, right? Well, they're all wise dudes at some point. You know what I mean? Oh. Or it's just multiple wise dudes. And that's another thing. It's just like, if you look at things like Santeria, right? It was a combination of Christianity and then African religions, depending on where, if you were Yoruba, if you were... they wear all white and stuff like that? Yes. And that's... I don't know exactly how to describe it, but that's when you're doing your immersion into it. Like you're, um, I guess, being initiated into like the, the faith, if you will. Is that the white belt of Santeria? Like when you're... I didn't do karate, mm. and I you totally never... ignored my brother's karate experience as well. You, you I was just the sullied sister. Not sullied, but like the sister that just got dragged along to like his little belt ceremony thing. And I don't even think he made it that far. So all that being said, can't relate. I don't know if it was a white belt set. Yeah, I can't put the two together. I don't fucking know. But I know that if you are being maybe baptized into it or... Because like I've seen it up here. Like I've seen Santeria practiced up here. Mm -hmm. But I know like... Like in those, like that's where it like originates from. Mm-hmm. But people, like I've seen them, like do Santeria up here. Like it, what I've seen, it involves like chickens, right? A lot of it, sacrifice, and you know. But that's in a lot of traditional um, religions, or yeah, true. Because like religions, practices. like people, you might think it's like oh, just the three major religions. Oh, absolutely not. It's a lot more. Absolutely, it's a lot more. And then I and find myself as... being more spiritual than religious. Religion doesn't necessarily resonate that well with me because the idea of religion to me is just very man-made and controlling. Mm-hmm. To some point, the rules are designed 
like when you cross that space between a guide to living well and being a good person to this is what I want you to do because it's right. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just like that fine line between because it's right and this is what I'm telling you to do. This is your dictate. This this is your edict. This is what you're following. This is what I'm forcing and telling you to do. To be a a good this, you have to do that. To be... in. In reality, like there is no perfect Christian, there's no perfect Muslim. I don't no believe perfect, that at all. There's because there's, no, there's perfect, no perfect person. Right. Because so, whether or not you're a Christian, Muslim, Jew, or anything in between, you you're still a fucking person. Everybody day, is a person. And you can't be a perfect person. So there's no way to be, be a perfect, perfect anything. That. And at that point, it's just like all That's of these why, things and all of these religions have had some aspect of just wanting to control and to have power. And they've all done horrible things to other fucking people. Absolute yes. power corrupts absolutely. absolutely. And that has always been the case. No matter what time of the fucking world you're in, no matter Art, whatever, whatever, what, yeah, who you that, are, what color you are. It's like just it, like it's because to me, religion is subjective where spirituality yes. is objective. Yes. And that's what the difference is to me. It's just like, I am all on board with you being agnostic or atheist. And if you don't, and an agnostic agnostic person is someone that doesn't believe one way or the other. Right, because there's, agnostics are saying like, I don't know. Yes. And that's why I respect agnostics because like. Absolutely. It's like when I be on the phone with customer service. (laughs) I'm waiting to see where this goes. Go for it, bro. I'm just saying like, I be on the phone with customer service, I ask them a question. And they won't know the answer, mm-hmm. but they can't say that they don't know the answer. So they have to act like they know the answer. So you have to explain something to me. Even though it's not answering your question, they're explaining something to you. That I didn't even ask. <laughs> and that's why I hate customer service. Because like, if they were agnostic, they would say, you know, know what, bro? Like, I took the orientation. It was only four <laughs> days. They, they didn't pay us. <laughs> like, and they, I don't know. I just I wanted to check. Yeah. And that, I wasn't able to benefits. And that's how agnostics um, no. come across to me. Touche. That's a good one. So, yes, the agnostic, right? And then you have the atheist that just does not believe that there is a God. You ever heard these, like, like arguments about atheism being a belief system, but they're against belief systems? Not necessarily. But it is a belief. You, you believe wholeheartedly believe that, that there, there is, is no higher being or there is no God or whatever. And I'm okay with that. As long as you ain't out here being a terrible person. Because I feel like yeah. you can be a good person without being religious or spiritual. I agree. It, I mean, to a certain degree, there's... I feel like I it's think just in spirituality is just an internal kind of belief in a higher power or different uh, practices or a little thing here or a little ritual or... Mm. Uh, I'm having a hard time, but it's a very subjective practice i think spirituality the beauty to me in spirituality is that it's very subjective it's about what works for you what doesn't work right. for you it's and something you that's just unique mute. and personal to yes, yourself absolutely that was it right there it's unique and personal to and of yourself and i think that as long as you're using it to be a good fucking person you can't go good well, world, you fucking like, can't i mean it's like this you know what I mean? It's just like as long as everybody's consensual, you're not, you know, and hurting people or involving people that can't consent or make conscious decisions or, yeah. you know, like ain't no kids, ain't no animals. Go We're for it. Good. Have a good fucking time. So that is the encompassing of, you know, how do we get the fucking spirituality and religion? Let's go back. Let's go back. 
Santeria. We were discussing Santeria. Travel, <laughs> religion. Religions abroad. We got into the religions abroad. Hmm. Before that, where were we going with that? Right. See, there was a reason why we started talking about that. Rolling it back. So witches, warlocks, travel. Oh, the afterlife. You asked me what okay, I believe yeah, in the afterlife. Yeah, yeah. Got it. So you say you're not afraid. Yeah, I've never been afraid to die. Because you're, you're going to die. You can't avoid it. So I, it doesn't make me, sense. It, like wasting yeah, time, wasting I, energy. Of, just like. Of all the things. And I, I fear the unknown. I will consciously admit that I am afraid of the unknown. That's part of why the open ocean scares the fuck out of me. Yeah. You're afraid of Terrified. Them? Absolutely. But I'm okay with doing some things I'm afraid of. Mm. Like that whole swim with the manta shit that I paid for and got on the boat to do in Bali. A nigga was fucking scared, like legit scared, scared. Like so, what that made was you? Do, was it you did it because I was you scared. were scared? Yes, and this. that's what I don't fucking get. And I'm working on producing that episode for y'all. Like, I just gotta make sure I get the right people to have the right conversation about it. Because me just talking about it isn't benefiting anybody. Like, I want somebody to come on and oh, talk like. to me about the science of fear and oh, okay. why you think differently on vacation versus when you're home. How are, why does our brain fucking do that? You understand? I think it's a comfort zone thing because like when you're Ooh. in your environment. Okay, Dr. If, go for it. Go ahead and try this. In, into the mic though. Appreciate right. that, bro. When you're in your environment, mm-hmm. that in itself is a comfort zone because you're Absolutely comfortable is. in your environment. So when you're removed from like me, myself, when I'm removed from my environment and I'm in new surroundings, mm-hmm. it's a little scary, but at the same time, it's, there's an excitement. Like around it. But oh. why is that exciting to me? Because even if, like, if I go to fucking Harlem, mm-hmm. if I go someplace I've never been in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. it's still a new environment. It's new to me. I'm not all of a sudden, like, inspired to do something that scares me. I'm going to go ahead and say because it it's Brooklyn. Like, you got to go to the better, the better boroughs, like, like, my personal opinion. Better like, boroughs like what? Queens. I live in Queens. I don't think you've seen everything the Queens Fuck has no. to offer. But, all right, I'm not going to Far Rockaway and doing some shit that, you know what I mean? Like. There's a lot of history in Far Rockaway. I'm good. I'm not going it's to Far Rockaway. I'm not going to fucking Howard Beach. The, no. no, I'm not going to Howard Beach. <laughs> I'm not going to Maspeth. I'm not no, going any place that, you know, I'm not very familiar with and just doing things that I'm afraid of. But something yeah. about when vacation. You... I think maybe it's because of what it is I'm doing. It's not like I'm just running into some nigga house that I don't know and like, oh, this is scary. Let's do it. Uh. It's it plays a part that like you an experience or something that I feel like is going to directly benefit me in some way, mm. and though maybe that's the difference, but mm. that's for another episode. That's for another episode. I've never been afraid of death, although the unknown fears me. I think a lot of I don't know because I was going to say that in that instance, I can't control what happens afterwards. Like that's it. That's it. Maybe that is the difference because, like, that's it's it. Like, that's it. Unless I die, like, there is. It's like if something goes wrong, I could die or I could not die. And if I don't die, I have to do something so that I don't die. But if I do die, that's it. Yeah, like you, maybe that's it because there's no alternate. Like, there's no plan B. Like right, you're just dead. Unless, like, I don't know what happens. Maybe there is a plan B. Maybe there's what a if whole there is restart. Like a whole option that, like, when you die, like, hey, you're dead now, but. Here are this your is options. What we have. Here's the here's like, the brochure. Let's open. Here, here's the catalog. You can either. You go have with, this many tokens. Can you imagine? You that shit you know like, what I mean? Like I don't know what's on the other side, and that's another thing that like there could be a heaven. In Catholic school, they taught you you live right, so you could go to heaven, and if you don't live right, you go to hell. Yeah. Jews apparently don't believe in hell. No, they but don't. They, they don't. still believe in living a 
a good life. And I don't so know exactly that what they have to follow. They have like certain. I don't know what they're benefiting from living good lives or so. I don't know what I don't know anything about Judaism. That's it. I All I know, know is what I they know. taught in necessarily like a little bit that I picked up from the Old Testament <laughs> that they taught in religion class. That's it. But then other than that, you got um, who believes in reincarnation? Is that Buddhist? No, Buddhist it's um, is it Bo- I want to say it's Hindu. I think Which one that is? they believe in reincarnation. So you live right so that you come back at a higher and caste system. Up. Yeah, you, you keep up. going up. And like I think the and highest, so you reach Nirvana. I think the, no, I think the highest is like NBA basketball. No, like it's fucking reach, not. I've read this. Like it's Nirvana. NBA basketball. Fuck that book or that pamphlet <laughs> whatever or whatever was. the book. Burn that bitch. No, the highest level is of course Nirvana. Like that's where ultimate paradise. And I'm assuming that's like the the Hindu heaven, if you will, or yeah, whatever. That's like the Einstein has described this. It's like a weightless feeling. Like when you feel weightless. But that's Einstein. Was he Hindu? No. So why would I want him to describe? That's like me trying to tell you what, you know. From a science perspective. Trinidad Carnival is like. Oh, okay. No, no. I never been there. That's not something I focus. I'm, I'm American. I don't do. It's not my culture. I don't know. You should, though. They're wonderful. I've done, done more. I, I'm not that kind of partier. You say that until you've actually been to one. Like when you're in there. I went to Miami Carnival and was ready to go to bed, bro. What? Yes. Why though? I'm American. I I said this last week. There's but so much ting ting music. I can, you can like you got right. Like a, I need a little. Let me get a little trap. Let me get a little R and B. Let me get a little mm. New York rap. Let me get a little Southern rap. Like let me mix it up. I yeah. I don't want to hear all of one thing either. Like I would get bored at like say unless it was a concert. Then that's one thing. You're doing two hours of a very similar music style. Mm. I'll give it that. But even at a concert, you got an opener. You've got like your yeah. head, you got your, you know, your, like you. your red, what is it, headliners, you got your openers, you got the people in the middle, shit like that. You know what I mean? So you got it's a little, little, it's a nice little mix. There's gotcha. shit happening so that you're a little you're distracted you're here like, oh, and there. Okay. You know what I mean? Oh, like okay. you go like, from Solange to Chrisette Michelle yeah. to Music Soul Child. Are they all R&B? Are they all Neo Soul? Yes. Right. But they're different sounds. You know what I mean? So I don't know that I could do... Ready, 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 ready for like... I, I can't. I can't. But then, of course, there's Soka, there's Calypso, there's... Uh... A lot of jumping in all of those. Like, just... Yes. Not, Not for me. Not, Not my thing. Not my thing. I've done Miami Carnival. Didn't enjoy it. All right. I'm... Before you like, like sign off on that, you should try one in Canada. In Canada. I actually went to Carabana. I was also like nine. So that doesn't I'm count. Need you to go it it like doesn't the, count as a drinking, uh, full card carrying it's, grown yes. nigga. Yeah. So possibly, maybe, would I? Absolutely. For the experience. I was in, um, when I was in Guadalupe, it was during carnival. Apparently, oh. their carnival season starts, I want to say either New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. But they only do uh, parades and they only like celebrate on the weekends until Mardi Gras week. Like that, you know, that time before Ash Wednesday, like Super Tuesday. And then like, you know, not to uh, Mardi Gras Tuesday. And then like, um, you know, Lent starts on Ash Wednesday. So we're in the middle of Lent right now. That's true. Um, yeah. Are you doing anything for Lent? No. Fuck no. Fuck no. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Grandma. <laughs> I stopped doing Lent. Years ago, I eat meat on Fridays. That means nothing to me. Because I'm like, if there's nothing behind it, why are you doing it? It's like telling somebody you love them and you don't love them. It's just like, for what? What was the purpose in that? Like, I feel like it's one thing to 
give something up or I feel like it's, you know, if you feel like you want to try out something different or you want to, okay. like you know you, what I mean? Or if you want to do, you know, participate in that activity or action of abstinence or challenging yourself or something like that. But I mean, it, it's got to be something meaningful to you. It's kind of like that whole New Year's resolution thing. Mm. You just, okay, so it's New Year's. For me, there's no importance or significance to Lent and Easter mm. for me. Um, I mean, I was born and raised Catholic, so I'm very much so Christian. Um, I don't know necessarily how I feel about Jesus Christ being the Messiah and the Savior of the world. Mm. I don't know how I feel on it. I believe in Jesus. I believe he was an important person. I'm 90% sure that he was the son of God. But it's just like, why do I believe that? I'm kind of at this you, age where it's like, I got to question why I believe the things that I believe. Yeah. And I will honestly say that I had a very long come to Jesus, pun intended, um, and conversation with um, God at St. Peter's Basilica. Oh, yeah. I had a very, um, I tried very hard to come to an understanding or come to a decision as to how I felt and why I felt that, that way. way. I know that I believe in a higher power. I just don't necessarily believe in God as he was or sh as he was taught to me because I was believed that there's like a, you know, straight hair, blonde, white nigga that's God. Yeah, right. Like I mean, you know what I mean. Like I felt silly when I was a child. Like how they like get at that? At the same time, there? they tell you that you're God is in you. You're in God. You know, God looks like you. So how that do I whole identify kind of thing. with him? And but at the same at the, time, it's just like I always felt like that was unfair because like how, you you expect me to identify with Jesus, but he looks nothing like me. Nope. But the Jesus that was actually written out in the Bible, of course, was. Thick-haired, olive-skinned, hair. brown. You know, he was That's a man of color. That's the scripture. Bro. Right, but it's never always promoted anywhere yeah, like, when as you do like anything that... It's kind of like in Hunger Games. They um, said exactly what Rue looked like, but then was mad when she was cast as a black girl. My nigga, she's described as a black girl in all of your fucking books that y'all niggas been reading, but all of a sudden... They cast an actual human being. They're like, how is Rue black? Why was y'all so the fucking surprise about it? What, yeah. Where was the excitement? Because like God's she wrote, she was black. Yeah. Like they cast her very well in that instance. But yeah, so I definitely try to take some time, break apart and think about what I actually believed. And at that moment, like, after that, I realized that I do not believe in God as he was taught to me. I believe in a higher power, but I don't think that with so many different religions, mm -hmm. I already said how I feel about religions, but with that being said, I don't think that many people are wrong. I think that we all kind of have possibly a piece of what's right like and the, the piece of treating other people well being the that's main a, tenant, the golden fucking of, rule. That's, that's why like it's the golden rule. Like Treat others as you want to be treated. Because you can, you can point out the differences in the religions. That's what people do. They focus on the differences. But like when you yes. point out the similarities. It's just like, run with that. Mm. Fucking go with that and go with God. 
if that's who you believe in. But I feel like there's so many religions or so many areas of belief that have multiple gods or that have multiple yeah. beings that or deities, deities. That is deities, right? That's uh, how you pronounce it? Deities. Di- deities? I don't think it's deities. I'm going to go I with deities. I think it's deities. Deities sounds better. Final answer. So there's so many different deities to believe in and so many different deities to put your faith in and to put your trust in and to send your prayers to and stuff like that. That I don't know that... Like, Catholics got fucking saints. Yeah. We pray to fucking saints. And I remember in Catholic school, I had some friends that weren't Catholic, but they were Christian. And they were like, oh, damn, I feel a little uncomfortable going to church with y'all going to mass because, I mean, y'all doing this whole Stations of the Cross and y'all doing all this rosary and y'all yeah. doing all this prayer to St. Anthony and prayer to St. Peter. And we don't, we don't do this in my church. And I'm like, yeah. well... Miss uh Miss So and So was just like this is what we gotta do so this is what we're doing. That being said, I feel like a lot of those practices, I don't feel I know historically that a lot of those practices were done to bring pagans in on the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So many things were instant like strategic. Well, you, and it was well, you all take to that into control because, and have power over people and to convince niggas to just believe in what the fuck you wanted them to believe in. All of it was a power move. So it's just like, how do I hold on to those things to be true? That, like, yes, knowing that it was done to control the days, people. say like December 25th, like December 25th, like mm-hmm. that was like a... Originally, it was a pagan holiday. Yeah, and they said like, "Hey, you know, we want the we want to include the pagans." Right. So we're gonna keep it on the same we're gonna day. Give you we're this gonna day. give you similar things to do, and so knowing that it's something like, different, and they kill else? you if you don't do it. Right. So what else could you do that with, though? You know what I'm saying, like, it's like what? look at the way Christianity was put onto Africans coming into this country and then other countries. Because first of all, Christianity, I don't, I don't want to necessarily say it was just the Catholics, but. Mm. Fucking crusades were perfectly terrible. Like, so bad. All of that was done in the name of religion. So many horrible things and atrocious crimes against people were, you know, done and enacted in the name of religion. Mm. And I don't sit well with that. I mean, doing wrong is not black and white. Right and wrong isn't black and white. I'm all for gray area. However, your main tenant is to treat others the way you want to be treated, but here you out killing niggas. You know yeah, what I mean? It's, it's just hypocritical. Like, I mean, and you don't want to be killed. So why are you killing people? You see what I'm saying? And now it's like, I understand that protecting yourself is one thing. Self-defense is different than like... Absolutely. I'm with the shits. You know what I mean? And that's one thing that I can always appreciate about... um very good character development and like script development and stuff is when you can somehow root for the fucking bad guy. Mm. When you're able to be like, nah, fuck it. He had to kill them niggas. They had to go. Right. Like, fuck it. I would have done it too. Or, oh, this is what shit. I'm with it. Like, you, he's right. He's right. But yeah. he's the fucking bad, bad guy. guy. Those are some of my favorite characters. Like, I love when that is done well. Whew, I'm the with the dynamic. shit. Hell yeah. But that being said, so many terrible things were done in the name of religion. So I, I just can't, I can't fuck with it just off okay. of face value. So because I mean, it's kind of hypocritical if you don't like, it's not if kind you of, don't examine these things and yeah. look at it, it's like. And that's another reason why I feel like I'm at that point where it's just like I gotta look into why I feel the way that I feel. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 
Wait, I feel like we're digressing. What, what which would you be though? Can we go with like, Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with a witch. And I would say that I would be a witch because you got fucking magic at your hand. But the catch is if I were an ancestral witch where I had to only be a witch based or on I it. only had my power based on where I was located. Mm. Ah, that's where you throw the, the wrench in it. Because right it's there. like the whole pullback for the question in this episode was, well, how is this aiding in your travel plans? You know what I mean? Because like my magic, like my superpower, if I were, if you digress from the occult to like superheroes, mm-hmm. which is kind of the same, but different. If yeah. I were to be a superhero. Well, the same than different, but. Same as like religions. Look at all the similarities as opposed to the differences. But if I were to be a superhero, my magic power would be telekinesis. That has always been the power that I've always yeah. wanted. Absolutely. I always felt like that was kind of a lame one. I'm not gonna lie. How so? It's that and invisibility. Those are like the two nah. superpowers. I wouldn't yeah. need to be invisible if I can move things with my mind yeah. or with the flick of a hand. It's like I don't need you to not see me if I could just get you out of my way. If I can throw something in between us to block me, if I can pull a weapon and then use the weapon, if I can just okay, move you or a tree in between, if I can move everything with my hands, you, you're you a non-factor. Like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, matter. try to shoot me. Boop, there's the gun. Yeah. Or boop, there's the the, the bullet. Yeah. Knife coming. Boop, it's not, it's not going to hit me. I'm moving everything. If I can control all of these things with my mind or okay, with my hands. But you can't fly, though. Can you fly? I don't need to fly. I enjoy hiking. I enjoy walking. I'm with the shits. So that don't fucking matter. Telekinesis. So telekinesis. I've I always slept always on that as wanted, a superpower though. I even always... as a kid. I used to read Animorphs books. Mm. And what was the other book? There was I feel like it was another series. I don't think it was an Animorphs. Was it an Animorphs? No, I don't think it was an Animorphs. It wasn't something else. It might have been an Animorphs. I don't know. Somebody correct me or put me on if I'm if I'm wrong. Let me know what it was. But it was one of them fucking books mm. where you basically Shit, I used to really, like, as a kid, I used to, like, just sit and, like, be like, yo, can I control things with my mind? I kid you not. I swear to y'all. I feel like we've all done that. I've at just, least like, once. tried to, like, I'm moving like the toothbrush. And I'm sitting on the toilet. Just like, all right, I got time to kill. Yeah, like, fuck it. Like, what's the worst that can happen? I'm actually moving the fucking toothbrush. Right. And I'm just like, oh, I'm sitting in the bathroom by myself. I used to be scared. I'm like, what if I move it? And then... I don't know how to do it again after that. <sighs> then like, you just know that you have the power and you can use That would just be it. for me. I'm like, oh, like, nobody's going to believe this shit. Right. But then you just, you, you work on it. You practice. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, so you do a backflip once. Woo. That was the stretch. All right. I keep doing again. it. Hope I don't fucking break my neck in the process and die. Uh, but yeah, you keep doing backflips. But I've always wanted power telekinesis. That was telekinesis. always the go-to. And I feel like that would be so clutch in travel situation because yeah. you could you carry whatever the fuck you need to carry. You know what I mean? And you could even do it in a way oh, where it don't even shit. look like you're just flinging shit around. But it's just like, okay, so carry on. Cobblestone, not a problem. Because I'm not dragging all of the weight behind me on cobblestone. Okay. Magic. You know. Oh, okay. All right, so that moves. Okay, I'm in my room. I don't want to get stupid little lazy things. It's just, for me, it's the ease of life. And it's also to me, a really great um, 
there's a word for it. Um, not first weapons, but like self weapons. It's a name that they use or whatever for it. But like using your hands without really necessarily having to fight. Like I don't have to do all that manual labor to defend yeah. myself. I don't need to have super wah, 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 yeah, wah, yeah, powers. Yeah. I can just. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Like I can easily protect myself while I'm abroad. I can easily get things into the carry-on baggage because you, you know make what? it look yeah. like you're picking something up, but, but you're, you're using your mind power. You're not. I'm yeah. not using my muscles. I just right. know how mind to over matter. pump fake. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, oh yeah, like, that feels great. This is so heavy, no, it but doesn't. I'm just gonna right. Use these two. Right. You I see think. what I'm saying? But it's like you can make it look good. Nobody has to know the bag weighs that's fifty fucking business. pounds. Yeah, that's none of their because business. I can pick it up. Make it look like I'm picking it up with one hand. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I can put it here, or you know that's what I mean? Cool or oh, when they trying to weigh your shit, no, they no, never going to get a good read. No, I'm right. always overpacking because <laughs> I'm gonna just be like, oh yeah, it's on there, and then just like, Ooh. just like a couple pounds under the mark. You know what I mean? You just lift it up a little so that it and like if you touches ever, like, it, you feel like you get robbed and stuff. They try to like lift your bag. They're gonna have a hard time because keeping it because like, oh, you gotta take my shit. Thanks. You know what I mean? Like that's a good one. Actually. Ooh, but oh fuck! That's now I remember why I said initially I wanted to be a vampire. Why you can compel people, you compel your entire fucking world. Like you could have anything you want. I would never be very malicious about it. Like I would never compel somebody that actually has like work hard for their money. You know what I mean? Like I would never compel somebody that's making like $70,000 a year, $20,000 a year to give me all of their money or to buy me a house or lease an apartment in Midtown for me or some shit like that. I would always like, you know, just go someplace, somebody that I know has mad money and just Jeff has Bezos. mad disposable Jeff income. Bezos. Not even him, but like, I mean, somebody that makes like $70 million a year or someone that makes $700,000 a year. Mm. You can afford a little, you can afford $100,000 a year, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, I would compel somebody to tell me what their financial statements are. How much disposable income do you have? Oh, you have 700000 disposable dollars? Mm. Run me that apartment right there. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? It's just like, or rent that for me. Lease this for me. Put it in X, Y, and Z's name. You know what I mean? I would compel a driver. Uh, that's, oh, okay. I remember why I said initially I would be a vampire because you wouldn't necessarily need magic if you can just compel, compel everybody people. to give you what you wanted. Yeah. So I you get to live an innocuously is- regular life. You don't age, though. You suffer through a lot on your own because everybody fucking dies. Mm. But, you know, and you're behind. That's the difference. Because everybody dies now. But you eventually die at some point also. But I feel like even with vampires, if you get to the point when you're like, I don't want to do this anymore, stake me. Hmm. Yeah, so Stake the heart. I'm not going to be an original. You know what I mean? So it's just like at some point, I'm, I have the capacity to die. Hmm. It's so just it's- not the same way everybody else. I'm not going to get hit by a car. You can't snap my neck. That's just going to incapacitate me, but I'm still going to come back from it. But yeah, so I think we've gone down the supernatural hole enough for like today. I feel like we, we've, we've answered that question. Maybe another stressful week. I'll bring you back on and we'll go on the where would you time travel to? Ooh. Nah. Uh, that's another one we could get. That's another fucking rabbit hole. Yeah, right. And that is the perk, my my friends, to having a dope guest. If thank you very much. Up top. Oh, appreciate it. I always love when I'm on your show. Like you I, I, I appreciate must it. I miss like, your show. You are like the first person to have me on their podcast. Like, oh, well, welcome. Thank you for being here. This is the second time you've been on the show, by the way. Second or third time. I feel this like you've be, had... Technically. 
Yeah, yeah this is the technical second time, but like you've been in like, the background a couple times because yeah, you're yeah. part of the beats on film network. See what I'm saying? So, what are uh, the um? Anybody else see this? When, when, when's your, when when's your uh... I'm, I'm looking to return in April okay so like a spring it's gonna be like you know new me uh new season new me you know, you know what i'm saying spring mm-hmm. forward type situation that's what i'm looking forward to all right so um anxiously awaiting that thank you for joining me this week thank you for having me folks uh thank you for fucking with the kid uh thanks for listening welcome back hope to see you next week again don't forget to check out Keep Calm, Bring Your Carry On by Jen Jen McKinney. Thank you again for including me. And head over to wocpodcasters.co. So it's .co to check out the um, 10 Incredible Travel Podcasts by Women of Color, including myself and nine other truly incredible and talented uh, women of colors who host travel podcasts. And if you're looking to start a podcast, uh, wocpodcasters.co definitely has a ton 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 of useful resources she's got a facebook group that is a network of not just danielle having really incredible resources for us but like it's a host of hundreds maybe thousands of other women that have podcasts a lot of experienced podcasters a lot of new podcasters so if you do even have experience podcasting feel free to step step on the table or step into the ring and you know answer some questions that you may have answers to or ask questions that you may have, um, questions that you may have. Uh, there's like a million different toothpaste brands. There's a million different shampoo brands. There can be a million different podcasts. So if you so decide to amplify, amplify your voice in the podcasting realm, and if you're interested, and if you are a woman of color, definitely uh, check out Danielle and her resource on Facebook and her website for a lot of those questions that you may have. So guys, thank you for fucking with us. Um, Hope to see you guys next week. Don't forget to buy the book. It's available on Amazon. If you're not able to just Google, keep calm and bring your carry on, um, you can definitely head over to my website, travelandshippodcast.com. And I absolutely have a link. You can go to the about section and go to... um, who is D Carry? Scroll to the bottom and I mean peruse through the site also. Um, I'm updating it more and more. I'll have more updates this week um, with actually all of the different places that I've been, the Airbnbs that I stayed at or hotels that I've stayed at, and the different experiences that I've stayed at. So stay tuned for updates on the website and you know, head over to Amazon, buy a copy of the book, and check out the Uh, what do you call it? The article that Danielle wrote and other resources that she has for um, women of color podcasters. So thanks guys. Be sure to follow me on the Instagram underscore D C A R R I E. I'm your host D Carrie, or you can follow the podcast travel and shit using the I, not the exclamation mark. And then an underscore at the end, where can people find you on the internet? Anybody else see this shit on Instagram? There you go. So that's it. Thanks. Bye. Warlock's rule.